0: came the day at the bottom of the mine when a timber cracked and men started crying. Miners were praying and hearts beat fast and everybody thought that they'd breathed their last except John. Through the dust and the smoke of this man-made hell walked a giant of a man that the miners knew well. Grabbed a sagging timber and gave out with a groan and like a giant oak tree just stood there alone. Big John. Big
1: John. Big Welcome everybody to episode number five of AFGE Local Thirty Three Sixty Nine Podcast. My name is Edwin Osorio, and with me we have Devinva Dial, we have Nicole Morio, and we have Todd Grauer. Hello everybody. How's everybody doing today? Good afternoon. Uh, uh, Okay. Welcome. Very good, very good. Well, today we have a special guest, and if you haven't guessed, he comes from down south in good old Kentucky. Say hello to Jimmy Botts. Uh, Good afternoon, Edwin. Appreciate
0: the introduction, and first, I appreciate your team. Y'all do a great job with these podcasts, and I'm excited about our topic today, uh, what it takes to be a union rep and a new union steward, and and I'm ready to get started with this.
1: Well, that's wonderful, but you know, I, I know you're pretty famous in your neck of the woods, but for people, you know, on the West Coast and all that are listening, can you get, tell us a little bit about who you are? Yeah, uh, my name is Jimmy Bods. As, as stated earlier,
0: I'm the uh, president of Kentucky Field Offices. Uh, fortunate to serve in that capacity about the last 12 to 15 years and also elected as regional vice president of the Atlanta region from all our local presidents and all our local members in that area. So we service a lot of states and we, we have the biggest region. In SSA and and just honored to to serve uh, those folks down there and and as you said Edwin that the song uh, uh, I wanted uh, that was my idea to kind of play a snippet of that uh, to let your listeners know that I do hail from the down south area and uh, I think that that song has a lot of meaning to me uh, two two facets one uh, my grandfather was named John and uh, I live in a small community and uh, that song brings images back to him of how he was a good employer and, and we can maybe get into that some of the things that that, that he did to, to serve. And, and also, I think that, 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 that big think John epitomizes what a good union steward. Uh, 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 yeah, see, he was willing to sacrifice his, his life to to save his fellow employees. Uh, obviously, we don't expect new stewards to do that, but but it but he he uh, leaped into to danger to uh, to uh, rescue his fellow workers and that's that's really a goal of what we want our stewards to do is is to always be cognizant of the needs of our fellow employees and and put their
1: needs first well that's wonderful and and uh, your father sounds like a wonderful man so if we can get started um just so you know being a union rep is something that a lot of people don't really understand so i, I think it's great to have you here talking on the topic and um, in, in your opinion in your opinion what are the necessary attributes to be a good union representative? Uh, Edwin, I used to,
0: uh, when, when, I, when people asked this and, and was interested in becoming a union steward, I'd always do the canned answer, the standard answer, raise union consciousness, enforce contract language, be an advocate for employees, represent employees in adverse actions. And obviously we do all of those. But, I, but lately my answers became very simple. Uh, I just, I want my fellow stewards to care because if you care for your fellow uh, employee, fellow human being, I think all those other things will come into place, and, and that will allow you to be a good steward. Uh, I think we're all familiar with the, uh, the, the uh, parable of, of the good Samaritan. Uh, the, the, the actions of that person, uh, the, the first two people that just walked, walked by, that individual that was in distress, decided to walk by. They were highly educated folks, and, and uh, they chose not to help. But it, it took just a lay person, a simple person, to said, hey, I'm going to stop. I'm going to help this fellow person. And, and I think that's a good analogy of what we want union stewards to be. So I, I relay that story when I try to recruit, recruit new stewards.
1: So, so it sounds to me like what, you, what you're saying is, this, despite doing grievances and, and doing ULPs and all that, uh, a union rep has to have a good heart and has to have compassion and be able to empathize with, with, the, with the workers. Um, how, now, how does the union rep actually make this relate to an employee? Well, as those other things, once you have that
0: base foundation of, of a caring attitude, a compassion, empathetic heart, then, uh, then, then you want to get versed in the various contracts uh, between SSA and AFGE, our personnel policy manual, workers' compensation, EEO laws. Uh, that, by, by being knowledgeable, then we can be a resource slash mentor to the fellow employees. So when they have this time of need, time of distress, th- then we can help them
1: out. Well, I I think a lot of people would be surprised to hear this, but it it sounds like to be a good rep, you want to be 50 percent lawyer, but then 50 percent social worker. And it's this amalgamation of these two hats that you wear that really makes a a good union rep. Do do I have that understood properly? Yes. And I would maybe even say a few other
0: hats. Sometimes a psychologist, uh, a a lay psychologist, uh, a friend is needed. Uh, As you said, a litigator is needed at times, uh, a communicator. Uh, just just so many hats that we that we really need to wear. And, 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 and again, I, as I stated earlier, if, if you really care about that fellow person, I think we're, we're, we can adapt to the situation that is needed.
1: Well, I tell you, it, it sounds wonderful. My only question is, how do you become a union rep? Is this something that any bargaining unit uh, employee can do? Uh, basically, yes. Uh, it, it's very important for the union
0: member to know their local's bylaws. Uh, some bylaws say they can be appointed by the president or maybe the executive board, uh, some bylaws state that they will need to run for that position running, meaning it's, it's a political uh, democracy-type situation where you would, you would have an election, volunteer for that, and, and there may be other members in the office that would run. And, and then the majority votes would, would allow someone to be selected to be a union representative.
1: So here you go, Jimmy. What made you want to play that song?
0: Well, I know Edwin loves music, so I, I tried to uh, w- when in Rome, do as the Romans, or in this case, when in New York, do as New York. So I wanted to throw a couple of songs at him, and what seemed like Frank Sinatra's epitomizes New York when I think of that. Uh, so that's one reason why I wanted to do some songs. The other reason is, I thought this song was important, is uh, as a union rep, uh it's important to do it your way, my way, or or, or their way. Uh, Union reps, uh, I want to dispel the myth that they can come in all shapes and sizes. Um, I'm a big sports fan. And uh, I think if if those that watch sports, we see successful coaches that are animated and enthusiastic on the sideline. And we also see coaches that are calm, cool, and collected that uh, just methodically do their business. And and, and that's what I want to relate to union stewards. You don't have to fit a certain profile uh, we, we have all backgrounds national origins political affiliations gender race etc you just need to do it your way and and, and as long as you do it in a and honor the core principles of serving and caring then, then anyone can be a successful union steward well
1: wow, that's very uh, very enlightened of you Jimmy and I'll t- and, I'll, and I'll tell you something being the music aficionado that I am I think I can say with some credibility that Frank Sinatra would have been one hell of a union rep Mm. yes as reading about him i think he uh he he
0: he adhered to some union principles that i think we can all admire
1: you know i I agree with you too i think that uh we all have different styles as union reps too that i I think it's not always a, a clear cut one way to do it but uh you know i i think Sometimes I think employees have uh, often felt afraid to go to the union. I think sometimes they fear that they are or could be retaliated against by management. Uh, you know, so hit- she, she brings up a really good point, and I think it's something that most of us union reps have encountered countlessly, in fact. So my, my question to you is how do you assuage uh, uh a, a member who, or, or a, a bargaining unit member who feels timid about going to the union. Because as you can imagine, if too many people from, from the bargaining unit feel that way, that could be awfully
0: detrimental. Uh, Ed, Edwin and Nicole, that, that is tough. And to be honest, uh, uh, that that's a hurdle I have to deal with down in my area. Uh, let's just be truthful. Some managers have committed harmful acts toward people just because they're in the union. Also, because of their certain skin color, uh, their race, their gender, et cetera. So I think there's two ways I try to handle this. Uh, uh, first of all, we're not miracle workers. But for those that have those hardened hearts of, of, of mistreating people, uh, we, we can obviously go through litigation measures. But, but one, one avenue is just, just to educate the manager. And, and I'll take the time to do that. Uh, as most of you know, the members may not know, as Congress has already stated that union, uh, labor unions serve the public interest. We perform functions of safeguarding the public interest, contributing to the fed, effective conduct of public business and customer service, and encourages amicable settlement of disputes. So those are all admirable things. So I will gladly share with the manager that maybe they're just uneducated on what the true role of the union is. So it's my job to lay out the facts of those and maybe that I think that gets some to come around once they know that that's that's the angle we're coming from we're, we're trying to make our workplace a more productive workplace uh, a, a place that's that employees enjoy working through so, so that's good now for those managers that are then determined to not uh, like someone just because of they're part, part of a certain group or, or belong to a certain race or gender then yes we have our litigation strategies to, to deal with them so so uh, sunlight's the best disinfectant knowledge is power, two two cliches that we hear a lot. Uh, So I I, I would encourage you as union stewards, uh, we've got your back on that. And you're doing a noble and and just thing. So we
1: we still think you should consider being a union steward. Wow, Jimmy, that's a great response. And and, and if I may add something to it, um, I know from my own experience, I, I, I find myself telling employees that if they don't speak up, their silence is empowering the bad behavior that they're trying to discourage and they're providing an incentive for management to continue the, this bad behavior. And you know, at some point in time, you have to establish a record of bad behavior in order to be effective. So it, it really is a tightrope that, that we uh, that we walk. And um, I'm guessing this is where the social work part of, of, our, of our job comes along. Yeah,
0: and I would contend that every employee really does minor acts of, I won't use the word defiance, but minor acts of courage each day. As we know, some managers think that it's, it's uh, a, a travesty to submit a leave slip. But I find that all the employees are submitting leave slips and, and using all their leave throughout the year. So, uh, but in the reason they do that, they're knowledgeable of that. They say they feel that's a right and, and I deserve my leave. Well, there's many other rights that, that you deserve as well, too. You just have to be educated on and, and act upon those in a professional way. And, and, and I think you will then find that that, that will give
1: you courage to, to do the other steps needed. You know, it, it sounds like we're giving management a bun wrap, but uh, I, I've come across a lot of uh, management operatives who are actually good folks and, um, you know, they, they want to do the right thing. And of course, when you when you work for Social Security, you, you want to strive towards, at least many people want to strive towards a management position because you can make it, the income is greater. There's better jobs. You feel, you know, it's just it's something to uh, to shoot for. And, I, and I'm just wondering, is this something that the union would be able to help employees achieve, you know, becoming we, management?
0: Uh, yes, we're, we're, we're all about helping employees seek promotions, whether it's a bargaining unit position or a non-bargaining position like, uh, such as management. Uh, I'm, I'm fortunate and always happy to say that uh, many of my stewards and members have been selected in the management team here in Kentucky. And throughout the Atlanta region, and and I take great pride when that happens, and, and and we actually, in my opinion, prepare them very well for those positions. We we do constant training on the our obviously our contract, but we uh, we do training as well on EEO laws, workers' compensation, uh, other labor laws, and, and and just the fact that you're a leader among your peers as being a union steward, then, then that that bodes well to, for you to to lead. Uh, other positions on your team of either a bargaining unit position or non-bargaining unit position. So I think they go hand in hand. And I'm always excited when uh, when a fellow steward uh, takes that next step in, in promotion. It, it, it's, it's it's a happy time for me.
1: Uh, not only that, but I, I would also guess that there are some instances, maybe not too often, but at least some where somebody from the union, a union representative might aspire to become management. In fact, I just heard the other day where a local lost their president because he became part of management and nobody's running and nobody's running the local now. And um, there's a big issue, but I'm just thinking, cause some of the traits, the characteristics that you described as part of a union rep, you know, the ability to negotiate between management and employee, you know, the idea of, of, of being that intermediary, those sounds like skill sets that would, re- that would really lend themselves to being a, a good uh, management official. What do you think? Uh, yes, I
0: agree 100%, Edwin. Uh, the, those, the ability to lead, the ability to uh, uh, compromise, and, and the ability to navigate difficult situations. We as union state uh, stewards uh, constantly encounter uh, tough situations that we need to, to deal through. So, yeah, that only bodes well to – any type of leadership position you have with the agency and, and as stated earlier we we uh, definitely encourage if that's the route that a member or steward wishes to go uh, then then i will support that 100 matter of fact some stewards will just openly tell me jimmy i have one day have that aspiration and that has no bearing uh, on whether that uh, affects me to choose them as a steward or not so i, I welcome that and want to help them achieve that goal
1: Advice talk less. What? Smile more. Don't let them know what you're against or what you're for. You can't be serious. You wanna get ahead. Yes. Those who run their mouths off wind up dead. Well, Jimmy. I have to tell you, you definitely have a very eclectic taste of music. It's very wide. Um, And as we were listening to uh, a song from Hamilton, I was listening to the words, and I must confess, I cannot fathom what you're going to tell us about this song. So please tell us. Well, well, Edwin, uh, actually music is is
0: one of my weaknesses. I'm a big sports fan, so I just had to really pull pull out all the stops on this, and probably did a poor job, so I apologize to the listeners if if, if you dislike any of these songs. But, but the point I wanted to make on this song is a very important point of being a union steward. I already said you, you need to care and have a kind, compassionate heart. But if you really want to get ahead in this, you need to be political savvy. And I, I thought this play epitomized that. Actually, we, I saw this play with my two daughters in New York City about three years ago. And, and speaking of uh, union and negotiating skills, to try to get a same-day ticket on this show was very tough. But that, that's another time for another show. But uh, the political savviness is, is the point of this. Uh, I, I, my advice to union stewards is obviously we're all knowledgeable and talented individuals that that have a have a lot of knowledge. But I think if we, we, we just stay concentrated on the core issues uh, of, of ensuring a fair promotion system, award system that's that's fair. Uh, all employees treated fair and equitably. Uh, that, that's something that bargaining unit pretty much agrees unanimously, 100 uh, percent. I think we need to be savvy on those political issues where uh, we we may have our own personal beliefs, but it's not necessary to share those or espouse those if if maybe we don't have full backing of a bargaining unit on those situations. So just a, just a little word to the wise, those that maybe want to get way ahead in the in the union field.
1: Boy, that sounds that sounds really impressive. And um, you know, if if you are a student of history, you probably know that uh, Alexander Hamilton. And Aaron Burr, uh, the two main characters in the play that you referenced, they had a very contentious relationship, obviously, because one killed the other. So that (laughs) certainly rises to the level of being contentious in my book. But a lot of people seem to think that it should be inherent that a union representative be contentious with management. Is that true? Uh, I would say it's
0: actually detrimental uh when we just look at our really we can break down relationships as our own personal relationships is it wise to have a contentious relationship with your spouse with your children with your parents of course not we, we, we want that relationship to go smale, smooth where you can have open and honest communication to further the advancement of, of, of all parties involved so that so that works on the personal level as well as as the uh uh a national level and, and really uh edwin i think we, we all know we're not where we need to be on this, and, and I firmly believe that is why Social Security consistently ranks near the bottom in most statistical measures and employee morale is we haven't, SSA hasn't mastered that successful relationship and how to take the input of, of, of unions uh, in, in these specialized forms of labor management forms or, or partnerships, whatever the buzzword you want to call it today. Uh, the union's always proposing these in our contract language and feels that's very important, so we we we're all in that and, and we uh, we we wish to have that type of relationship with management.
1: Well, Jimmy, I will tell you, if I wasn't already a union rep, I think you've convinced me to want to sign up and be a union rep. You know,
0: oh, that, that's that's the goal with this. You
1: know, yes. it sounds amazing and um I, I but I can't help but wonder because you mentioned how uh, social security ranks in the bottom of, of all these uh all, all these measurements. And um, so, what exactly is the state of play between AFGE and Social Security as a whole? Uh, do you see an outlook? Do you, do you see in the future where there may be more of a partnership or more interaction, or just you know, two two parties working closer together? What What do you see?
0: Well, interesting. You ask. We actually held our regional caucus last year last week, and, and we discussed this topic with with, with our regional leaders and. And now I want to give management uh, some breaks. Uh, let's start with the pros. Uh, we are bargaining more than we did three or four years ago. Uh, we are—we just recently are, are, are extended to, to allow our union stewards to, to official time to do to perform the functions that are desperately needed to support our bargaining unit. So we have some pros, uh, but but the cons are we're not quite there in truly following the intent of our executive orders to promote unionism and true partnership. Now I'm I'm an optimist. I think we can get there, uh, and, and or that's again. If I didn't think we could get there, then I need to really let someone else do that to to, to help us get there. So what gives me hope, Edwin, and Nicole well, and Todd and Devin is two things. Uh, one is we had a great 2000 contract, and, and we we incorporated a lot of these principles way back in the early 2000s. So agencies been there, done that, and so that gives me hope we can do it again. And then the, and then of course the the outlook going forward is is through our executive orders we currently have, it gives the agency plenty of leeway to to get this started up again. So uh, I am hopeful, and and that's what I do. My time
1: and energy is to focus on getting us back to to the day that we we have this again. Well, Jimmy, I love ending on an optimistic note, but I would be remiss if I did not ask. Is there anything that I should have asked you that I didn't? Well, I, I do want to end on this
0: one story, and I think it's relevant. Again, our goal today is, hopefully you're out there listening, and you're on the fence whether you want to be a union steward or not. And, and, and uh, again, I told everyone I was a sports fan. And Barry Switzer was a famous football coach in the 90s for the University of Oklahoma, very successful football coach, and eventually the Dallas Cowboys and won a Super Bowl there as well, too. And, and he was wishing to recruit uh, this prized athlete, one, one of the best athletes in the country to come play for his football program. And, and, and he said, uh, son, if, if you decide to come to the University of Oklahoma, I can promise you that each year we'll go 10 and one or we'll go 11 and zero. We'll go the orange bowl every year and we'll compete for a national championship. And your name will be written in the record books here and you'll help us achieve those goals. He also said, son, if you decide not to come to the university of Oklahoma, we're going to go 10 and one 11 and Oh, we're going to the orange bowl every year and we're going to still compete for national championships and win national championships. So the point of this story is we, we, we want to offer you the opportunity to be a part of this team. We think it's good for you. We think you, uh, the, the skills that you will learn will be very beneficial for your career. We think the friendships alone uh, of, of meeting people that's outside your area will, will, it, will just be worth it. Uh, that, that alone will, will allow you to, to uh, have fulfillment in your life. So, so we think it's a noble cause, a good calling, and, and we would just uh, ask that you consider to be a union steward. Now, if you don't at this time, we all have personal obligations. This is an ongoing thing. Maybe your life is too complicated at this time or too many stressors going on. Uh, it, it's something down the road that you should consider when maybe some of those uh, stressors alleviate your life.
1: Well, Jimmy, on that note, I really want to thank you. You've been very generous with your time and very insightful with the knowledge that you've uh, dispensed today. And I feel pretty confident that there are going to be some people out there who, who are going to give strong consideration to being a union rep. and um, And I'm sure they'll make great contributions. And you're a big reason why they would lean that way. So I want to thank you very much. I want to thank my team. And on behalf of AFG Local 3369 and Council 220, I want to say thank you. And we'll see you again next time. Goodbye.